0: Hi, my name is Eric Ludy, and you're listening to my Ask Eric podcast. Thanks for joining me. Let's get down to the business of talking about truth. Well, hi, guys. I'd like to try and answer a somewhat difficult question uh, this particular week. Uh, simply put, what is the perfect that is to come? Now, to even make sense of my question, I need to go and give you a little broader context. In 1 Corinthians 13, there's been a lot of division in the body of Christ uh, over something called cessationism. And it says, when the perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with or will vanish. And so in the context, it's talking about things like prophecies and tongues uh and knowledge and so it's it's sort of tricky because uh the question is well well then what is the perfect because when it comes these things cease and some of us are very eager to get certain things out of the church because they create some chaos today things like tongues and prophecy boy that really causes some harm in the body of christ today especially if you lean more conservative and so as a result you're sort of like yeah yeah we need to figure out what this perfect is and some people have defined the perfect to be the finishing of the new testament the completion of the canon of god the scriptures and once that has come the perfect has arrived now what's Difficult to argue. You don't really want to argue that that's not considered perfect because the text of Scripture is perfect. However, in light of the whole text of Scripture, I think it's a dangerous position to land on because in the Old Testament, there is a pattern that is set that basically says the same thing. When the perfect comes, this imperfect will pass away. And it's talking about the Old Testament system. The Old Testament had a system, it's a kingdom in the in the sermon that I'm going to lead you to today it's called the Shadow Kingdom That's a good term for it. It's a shadow of that which is to come, which is fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. And so uh, let me uh, start out by uh, at least reading through 1 Corinthians 13, 8 through 13, just to give some context here. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. And so I'd like to sort of dig into this idea of The fact that the Old Testament, I think, gives us an interpretive device to properly handle 1 Corinthians 13. I understand why people would say, hey, the the perfect has come, the scriptures are concluded. I get it. I really do. And there's part of me as a conservative that almost wants to say yes and amen. Let's just go in that direction. Because it removes a lot of the chaos that comes through the channels of the charismatic emphasis. However, I think every good Christian should be both part charismatic and part cessationist. In other words, there is a dimension of charis, grace, that needs to have operative power in the church of Jesus Christ. It just does. If we don't have the gifts of the Spirit, if we don't have the operative power of the Holy Spirit, then we're denying the power thereof. We are missing how Christianity functions. It functions by means of the Holy Spirit working inside believers. Also, there's a cessationist that needs to be in each one of us. Did you know that there are things in the Bible that have passed away because the perfect has come? That's right. That's what the Old Testament actually is revealing in and through the arrival of Jesus Christ. And so that's where I would say there's a pattern that is given. And I would call it the shadow kingdom but it's like the first house of the first condition. And so when the first is completed, when the first is done, then its, its purpose is no longer needed. So in Colossians 2, Paul is talking in verses 16 and 17 about this very concept when he says, these things are a shadow of things to come. Speaking of the Old Testament model, the Old Testament shadow kingdom, but the substance is of Christ. And so in the Old Testament, we have all sorts of gifts that we receive. They're good things. They're not bad things. So in the New Testament, you know, tongues, prophecy, knowledge, all these things that are referred to in 1 Corinthians 13, they're gifts. In the Old Testament, we had gifts from Jehovah God, the gift of the law, the gift of the sacrifices, the gift of the tabernacle, the gift of the temple. These are all key things that God built into the culture, the gift of the priesthood, the gift of the kings, the gift of the word of God in textual form. Moses, write this down as memorial for the people. These are all gifts given by God to his people. However, there is actually a reason for all of these things. They're all a shadow of things to come, as it says in Colossians 2. They're all a gift from God, but listen, they're all a schoolmaster, which is preparing us for the perfect. And that perfect was a person. And so when we look at 1 Corinthians 13, if we say, well, the perfect has come, we have the text of scripture. The text of scripture was not what fulfilled the Old Testament. It was the arrival of the text of scripture in personal form known as Jesus Christ. When the man came, when the perfect man came, the one that was prophesied, all of that was a schoolmaster. It was preparing us to recognize him. So Galatians 3.24 says, Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. When Christ came, that old system vanished. It was no longer needed in the way that it once was used. So what is the perfect that is to come? That's the question that's sort of lingering. Well, what would that even be likened to? It's that which fulfills the previous. That is always what this perfect would be understood as. It's that which fits like a puzzle to that which is before it. So in the Old Testament, you have this prophetic culture that is built. Who fulfilled the law? It's a person. Who fulfilled the sacrifices? It's a person. What fulfilled the tabernacle pattern? A person. How about the temple pattern? A person. The priesthood, a person. The lineage of kings, a person. What fulfilled the entirety of the Old Testament scriptures? A person. You see, the body of Christ is being built in the same way. It's a shadow kingdom. It is meant to showcase something known as the body of Christ. It's the body of a person. And so as a result, the entire way that it is structured, all the pastoral books to Titus and Timothy are giving the order of things, how it is to be built. Why? Because it's perfect? No. It's a picture of that which is to come, that perfect one who will come in the clouds. It is that which reveals The perfect and so if i was to parallel paul's words in colossians 2 in regards to this issue of spiritual gifts of what we are to expect today i could say it this way prophecy tongues knowledge even the structure of the body of christ itself is all still a shadow of things to come but the substance is of christ so i would say the perfect which is to come is a person and his name is jesus now that leads to all sort of sub-discussions, I recognize that, but hey, at least this will start the discussion. That's, that's, it's a passion point for me and it's not because I'm a charismatic and it's not because I'm a cessationist. I'm, I'm sort of a funny mixture of both. I believe that certain things cease, but I also believe that we live in a time period where God has given us something and we need to know how to wisely utilize it to the glory of King Jesus. So I would encourage you to listen to or to watch the message, The Shadow Kingdom. It'll take you really deep into this and it's very edifying. It's very encouraging. I think you guys will enjoy it. God's blessings. Ask Eric was brought to you by the creative team at BraveHeartedChristian.com. Offering short films, books, articles, sermons, and yes, even podcasts like this one to build you strong in the person of Jesus Christ. At Bravehearted Christian, the agenda is to bring back the stuff of old. You know, the sort of Christianity that is lived out with the gusto of heaven is rarely politically and or socially correct and actually and practically works. Visit BraveheartedChristian.com or EricLudy.com to learn more about, yours truly, the loud mouth behind the microphone. If you would like to submit a question for me to consider on this podcast, please feel free to do so from our podcast homepage. Until next time, Brock Asok.